0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick.
1: Good morning, Kate.
0: Good morning. So we are trying something new today. We are doing our first recording in separate homes, so we're not even together today.
1: Well, it's the new year. We got to do something different, right? (laughs) True.
0: Um, So we have new fun equipment, and so we're excited to maybe be able to Record in a new way. So uh, today we are talking about uh, predictions or the forecast, if you will, for 2022, and we're going to focus on the first four months of the year, just because it would be way too much information to (laughs) get everything into just one episode.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We don't want to overwhelm people,
0: right? So I guess number one, just happy New Year to everyone. We hope that everyone um, had a you know, a great celebration, safe, of course, and that everyone's excited for this new chapter.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Yes. (laughs) So I think let's just dive right in before we start talking about the 12 signs. I think it's important to discuss maybe some of those slow moving planets and what they're doing, just because, you know, that can give us some great insight when those big planets change. And I think the first one we got, we have to talk about is Pluto. Of course, this you know, we have the Pluto return coming up here um, in about 45 days or so, and Pluto will still be in Capricorn for all of 2022. But I think the thing that we need to note about it is that it will be at the anoretic degree, 29 degrees um, this Ooh, year.
1: Big word, big word, anoretic. Right. Anoretic. Okay. Last degree, basically saying the 29th degree. Correct right okay that would be the layman's way it's the 29th degree um but i like using big words <laughs> it shows that education paid off <laughs>
0: exactly exactly
1: okay so yeah pluto's in the last degrees right now of capricorn that's that's a big story in itself which we will mention that when we go through the signs
0: right pluto's been in capricorn since 2008 I think we mentioned this on just a previous episode here that that's a very long time for Pluto to sit in one of the signs, but due to retrograde cycles, of course, you know, it's not always going to be the exact amount of time that a planet will stay in one of those signs.
1: Right. And some of them just have uh, longer orbs. Some of the planets stay longer in, in due to their orb, meaning it's not a particular perfect circle. Sometimes it's a little more. Right. uh, exaggerated in one fashion or another
0: right and so just to kind of go back you know pluto moved into capricorn in 2008 so you, everyone could just do an individual exercise about what was going on those years because there should be a bookend that happens this year as we start to close this chapter out
1: yeah and you know 2008 is pretty easy for most of us i think to <laughs> dial into because it was the great Recession. Housing values dropped. I mean, there was a lot of crazy things going on. And so it impacted, obviously, I'm going to say everyone, but obviously, anyone who's an adult really impacted their finances and their sense of security. And people, you know, you know that's uh, people started buying houses right and left in 2008 as well because the prices dropped, dropped so low. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, everything changed in the market. But anyhow, think about that what happened to you because it's a personal event. Happened to your life in 2008, and there should be, as Kate said, I like that term "bookend." It's a bookend event, something that's mirroring what happened in 2008, but hopefully, of course, for the better. You've mastered it. I want you, everyone, to think that they're they're graduating from the class of Pluto in Capricorn.
0: Right. Right. Yep. (laughs) Um, So those opening degrees of Aquarius. So if your birthday sits right around that January 20th to uh, January. 22nd you know pluto is moving towards that sign of aquarius those are those first initial probably zero degrees and one degree Aquarian. Aquarian, so you might start to feel those more personal effects of pluto as we go through this year
1: right yeah they're going to start feeling that uh, sense that something is amiss or some and i'd say tremors it's almost like feeling tremors feeling that something's about ready to shake loose in your life so that fair warning, Aquarius's, early Aquariuses are on alert yeah. uh, for this energy coming through.
0: Uh, next, when we look at Uranus, you know, Uranus ha- will still be in Taurus. Uh, it's kind of right in the middle almost as we get to, I think it's around like 11 or 12 degrees right now, if I'm not mistaken. So almost halfway through. So Uranus will continue to be in Taurus until 2025. You know, it is just interesting if we go back because I think it moved in, gosh, in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think so. Um, and Taurus rules what we value. Uh, it also rules like our currency and Uranus is very untraditional. So it's just been amazing to see all of the new like cash app, uh, Venmo, Zelle, Bitcoin, all these new kind of ways that we never thought like oh, a store wouldn't accept cash. We never thought we would see that. Right. Right. And I remember doing a talk at the library back in, again, I think it was 2019 that I did the talk saying, we'll see crazy changes with our money and, and how we exchange it. So there should be more of that to come um, as we continue out through the next few years.
1: Now well, what about Saturn? Now, Saturn's not going anywhere, right? I mean, yes. it's, it's been an Aquarius. It's going to continue to be. But I must say, anyone, those 11 degrees out to 25 degrees Aquarius, some people already know what degree they are, Uh, they're going to be very challenged. Uh, If we looked at that in terms of, okay, what birthdays would would that be that I'm speaking about, uh, would be January 31st out to February 18th. And you know who falls into that window. I do. <laughs> yeah, Kate does big time. So okay. We have gonna have a poster child here that we're gonna be watching as uh, Saturn is going over Kate's son. Right. Um, uh we always say it's an adulting energy, right? To yep. say that you know you're you're generally given a challenge of some sort. And usually there's very tangible results.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's yeah, not yeah. something that you you know other people can see, they can they hear about.
0: It's a classic one for moving, for changing jobs, for having a lifestyle change. Um, Those Aquarians that fall into that January 31st to February 18th, you might go back to think about uh, 1991, 1992. What were you doing those years? Here we are just going back through it again. And even no matter how young you are, because um, just if I want to share a personal story in there, 1991 to 1992, I was starting first grade. And uh, And she
1: was a good first grader.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I went from a more of a, a daycare type facility into a very strict, rigid Catholic school with very. Um, you know, longer hours than most schools and a set uniform and the curriculum was very excelled. And so again, even just as a first grader, I was one changing schools, but I was also moving into a more adulting, if you will, (laughs) environment that had more structure than what I had been used to.
1: Yeah. In hindsight, I realized what a, I had no concept of at the time, but you know, you caught up pretty quickly, but yeah, see that, that had to have been an overwhelming of course, as a first grader, I don't think you really understood what was going on around you or where these other kids were at. Uh, but you kind of
0: oblivious, yeah.
1: You were oblivious, that, and that was good. I was glad you were oblivious. Okay.
0: Um, so that's Saturn. Saturn will still be in Aquarius again. That January 31st through 18th will be the most affected um, by that this year. Um, the good news, though, the big news, I should say, is the Jupiter and Neptune conjunction that we will be seeing here
1: those of you who've been listening to us for a while now you i have made multiple i have been really gung-ho about this i started talking about it past spring right yes That it's coming it's coming uh, and just i want to give us just a little background jupiter and neptune both do well in pisces they're considered co-rulers uh, in pisces and so the concept is there that when they gang up together think of you know two great people then they line up together and you think, oh, my God, the possibilities of what could come out of this. So I'm still playing the role of a great optimist here. Yeah. Um, and um, we have a mutual friend that, uh, you know, called me up in December and said, Mary, something's in the air. Something's just happening. Everything's shifting around. And I'm seeing, you know, people forgive people. I'm seeing second chances. I'm seeing people who haven't worked in three years all of a sudden get a job. There seems to be this magic in the air. And she was questioning me as to what, what is that? What's going on? And I thought, oh my God, that's the Jupiter Neptune, right? (laughs) Coming together.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jupiter Neptune um, are also great for anything in the arts world um, in regards to film, in regards to music. So I think we, we joked around that, oh, there could just be some great, um, feature films coming out that again with COVID in the background of, you know, of course, wow, could they start filming again and start getting things out? Um, Or I don't know if we've touched about this before, but you know, Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, wouldn't this be a big one for like maybe legalization or more awareness around like drugs that weren't um, like not over the counter drugs, like shrooms or I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I'm not well versed in that, but yeah, the idea right. of like, it just becoming a little bit more common or maybe some new scientific breakthroughs around uh, the capabilities or the healing properties mm-hmm.
1: of. Yeah, and just very practically speaking, this is probably the thought that's in the news. They say it's happening that the government's going to send out, you know, tests, medical tests to everyone, so to speak. The idea of the giveaway of medical. Oh, yeah information access to medical information I don't have to go to a doctor I don't have to do this I don't have to do that you know that it's very empowering just even if you can get your hands on a test right now it's you know that's fabulous you can just you know buy a t- test and take it and not have to go to a clinic and not have to stand in line not you know all those things sure I mean, I mean I understand the background isn't it's not a good story but it, it is great when you think about it right and how that might be applied to other right ailments as well absolutely well so- i wanted to go back and, and suggest that we've been jupiter and neptune do come a- together about every 12 to 13 years they do line up last time was may of 2009 so again, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you another date to think about. Kate uh, suggested that you, everyone think about 2008, what was going on in their life. But, you know, even 2009 came right next. And there was this idea of, you know, um, there was a lineup at that point that kicked off in Aquarius. So it kind of kicked off a whole, we know a lot of breakthroughs in technology because it was in Aquarius, right? So, you know, that list goes on and on of all the social media that's come out since 2009. Well, now it's happening in Pisces. And that's why we're saying the medical area, the movies, uh, new drugs,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right, will be very um, prominent.
0: Absolutely. Well, even just like, and again, this is a very small example, you know, when we think of astrology, everyone thinks it's going to be some big, you know, big kaboom that, oh, everyone recognizes and that you can just link it. But even something like that Beatles um, documentary that just came out on, I think it's Hulu, where yeah. they show all the behind the scenes of like, it's very slow moving because they show the creative process of how these songs that we we know came to be. But something like that could be very like Piscean.
1: Yeah. And, and if you know your chart well, and if you know that you have um, 23, this is happening at 23 Pisces. If you know you have a dominant uh at 23 24 you know 22 23 24 of anything it's going being it's going to be directly affected by this yeah right yeah Um, i want to again it's my story i'm it was a big deal to me back in 2009 um that degree um uh was really kicked off a whole new beginning in my life certainly in a favorable way yeah. And this one here is coming in and it represents the idea of a, uh, you know, it's trying my mid heaven. So again, I'm expecting some good things to occur out of it, but if yeah. you know, your chart check and see anything around that 22 to 24 uh, would, would be um, Pisces would be ideal, but Virgo.
0: Yeah. The right, yeah. The one in 2009 happened in my sign of Aquarius and I know I was hired um at a hotel two months prior to that, where I spent 10 years of my life after I got hired and I had been unemployed at that point from the 2008 recession. So, um, I remember that was a great time period for me of like getting back to work and, and moving into a really family oriented environment.
1: Oh, I remember because the odds of getting, uh, finding a job at that point seemed everyone was being laid off. Right. And yeah. and here you came up with a plum job, new property. It was, you know, it was like pinch me.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I'm excited to see what this one, I'm a Pisces rising. So should be happening in my area of reputation. So hopefully it'll be very public to everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I think, should we move in now to uh, the 12 signs and how each of the 12 signs will feel some of these energies as we move through the year?
1: Yes, well, absolutely.
0: The first half, I should say, of the year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, let, let's start with Capricorn because we're still mm-hmm. celebrating Capricorn birthdays. Absolutely. So let's start with them. And, um, you know, one thing about the Capricorn uh, that they, you know, they they always are kind of our self, they have a tendency for self-sufficiency, you know. Uh, um, and so they've been tested. They have been tested. And I could go way back, right, to 2008 right. where they've been tested with this idea of, you know, Can they handle this? Can they handle this responsibility? Can they get through this? Well, we're coming to the end of that storyline. So there should be some, you know, congratulations showing up here that that, that they've made it. And the idea of them still wanting to improve, wanting to make something faster, cheaper, better, you know, they're still um, trying to, you know, have a better outcome, very driven still. Um,
0: There can be some very tangible changes for them as well, in regards to their handshake, you know, how they want to introduce themselves. And mm -hmm. I think that idea of especially for Capricorns to go back to 2008, how were you changing your identity? What type of breakthroughs did you have? Because here is quite literally your your bookend where Pluto will finally be out of your sign by the end of the year.
1: And I would expect there would be some extra monies. Now, maybe some of these have already shown up, the extra levels of support that might have shown up already, but that is there, still rolling out through 2022. But we're, again, putting a lot of focus here right at the very beginning. Opportunities to kind of prove you can do something. Uh, Again, it's a great time if you need to take a test, get a license, get certified, all those types of language is great. But just, you know, describing yourself in a new way. This is what I can do. This is what I'm good at.
0: Right. Uh, When we get to Aquarius, um, of course, we've talked about the Saturn idea. If you're in those first um, days of Aquarius, Saturn has moved past your degrees, but there might just be some lingering effects from that. Uh, but I would think financial clarity would be a great one, uh, for this first half of 2022 and the idea of identifying excess within their, in your life. So that can be something that just very clear. Oh, uh, too, too much drinking, too Mm -hmm. much spending. Mm -hmm. Um, it can even be kind of what you're just even willing to put up with, um, with other people or who is in your social group and what kind of behaviors are happening
1: you know, you've said this prior, but I just, I'll remind everyone that we always default into thinking Jupiter is good things, but sometimes Jupiter does kind of like magnify something very obvious. Like you didn't realize this was a problem. Then all of a sudden, oh my God, that is a problem. You know, now it magnifies it like a, like a neon billboard, like a Las Vegas neon billboard type of thing where it really jumps out at you. Now it's so evident what needs to be done. So that's part of Jupiter as well, so th- there could be some of that those storylines as well. But the the news is now you know, now you can do something about it. So, um, you know, in that respect, I'm going to say it's still favorable.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And no, if like if it is something that you thought, oh my gosh, this was fine in the past, and now it's not. That you know, these two planets, especially Saturn, but with Jupiter there as well, is just you know making it so you you can't miss the red flags. Right,
1: exactly. And I think I would also like to add to Aquarius, getting back there to Aquarius, you know, um, the idea of, uh, you know, the rom-com of the romantic comedy. I think there's going to be a little bit of that theme running there, particularly for Aquarius, particularly in those February, March, April uh, window. So that's a very fun one. Okay,
0: nice. Um, next when we move to Pisces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, there's a lot of... Um, what, you know, I think for Pisces, we've used this already, but this idea of like faith and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting in touch with their dreams that I do think that they might not be in that tangible stage yet. I think for Pisces, that tangible state set is coming in 2023. I think they're still trying to like grasp, like, what do I want? Mm -hmm. What can I get clear about? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I I, on a very practical level, I I think Pisces should go out and go to the paint store and pick out a new shade of paint, you know, a new color. They need to somehow immerse themselves in, um, you know, design or color, the idea of the blending of colors. Maybe they're looking at their wardrobe and they're seeing a dominance of, you know, black and brown and saying, that's it. You know, I want the pastels. I want this or that. Usually this is a very, there's some artistry happening with Pisces right now and artistry. I'm going to the obvious thing, going to the paint box and picking out paint chips and things of that nature. It could show up in many other ways in their decor, uh, in the color of the car that they pick out, uh, things of that nature. But that's part of that romance that, that they have this sense of vision going on and maybe even putting funny colors together and beautifully.
0: Yeah. That um, Neptune-Jupiter conjunction is happening in Pisces. So again, Mm -hmm. Pisces should uh, benefit from that energy. And we have Pluto in that last degree of their 11th house. So, you know, they might have some breakthroughs around the groups that they're showing up in, the communities that they're showing up in uh, might be just a natural time to separate from things that aren't working.
1: Well, and that kind of ties into that idea that, you know, we think of Pisces, so we think of fish. But I, this year, I want to, if I was going to paint a picture of Pisces this year, I might draw them with wings that are emerging. Mm. And so when you said that group thing, maybe that's them leaving that group, moving on now they're in a different group, but it's empowering. That's the most important thing, empowering. yeah And I'm going to say something that's a little vague, but there's some sort of handoff, handoff of power within the... Kind of a historical family. So sometimes that is, okay, I'm making decisions now. I'm making decisions from my mother, you know, where you're stepping up sometimes with that next generation where you start realizing, oh, hey, I can, you know, maybe I'm playing a little bit more of the parent, right? You might, they may find themselves uh, stepping into that role, which again is, is going to be okay. It's okay.
0: okay. Uh, next, let's talk about Aries. No, mm-hmm. so for Aries, I think there's a big focus placed on listening, maybe versus talking, when it comes uh, to next or to these next few months. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would think that they can expect maybe even almost some miracles, if you will, or breakthroughs uh, by releasing some certain beliefs, maybe things that they've they have they've always thought was true. The
1: maybe idea of like, right. oh, I'm not
0: rich enough, or I'm too old for this.
1: Yeah. They're, they're kind of two sides. One side, they may be acting like a therapist and listening to people just sitting there, letting them spill it, whatever it is, or or what what do you say? Uh, spread the tea or pour the tea. Or <laughs> what do you, what you're saying now you use, you yeah. know? Okay. But, tea. Yeah. Okay. So there's that side of it, but there's also the side that they may sell that that change in your belief system, that realizing something isn't true. And now, you know, I can move on from it. It's, there's a lot of liberation going on here. So I think Aries could do very well this year by exposing themselves, putting themselves into some spiritual situations. And that could be something as simple as going on a walk by themselves, right? Something quiet, spiritual, but it could also be that collective thing, going to the yoga class, something of that nature. And they're apt to have some, probably some tears, to be honest, Tears will be part of it, but there'll be breakthroughs for them.
0: Yeah, especially with work as well, that their reputation should be in flux this year. Mm -hmm. Again, it's the bookend to their 2008 story.
1: That's true. Yeah, shifts in that workplace.
0: Um, Next, let's talk about Taurus. So I think for Taurus, collaboration would be their word. Mm -hmm. I think that they should um, be given opportunities this year to really be able to stand out or stand apart from maybe groups that they have been in prior. Right. Um, Again, similar that we kind of, we just talked about this with one of the other ones, but maybe extracting themselves from stale groups, being invited Mm -hmm. into new groups, that there should be some camaraderie around who they're hanging out with.
1: Yeah, and they're still going to be very fluid. And and maybe give yourself a little slack here about some maybe crazy stuff that could be happening in that home environment, temporary conditions, tolerating some personalities. Uh, home could be feel a uh, continue to feel a little unsettled. Doesn't mean that you're in, you know, that you hate it but it means that you're going like, well, this, I don't feel as subtle. I don't feel as connected. You still have a couple more years of that going on, but this first, uh, uh, this first four months of 2022, I think it's going to be in the group arena and that could, that could easily be a promotion standing taller, somehow standing out. But again, very collective that so you're part of a team.
0: Yeah. Uh, when we get to Gemini's, Gosh, you know, I know Capricorns, I feel like they've been having some hard time with that Cap, um, yeah, Capricorns with the Pluto, but I would think Gemini's as well, these last few months, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they've had a tough time. Yeah. They have Pluto finishing, you know, finishing up um, that energy in a very sensitive place in their chart. So they might be processing some anxieties, uh, fears, they might be even kind of worried about what do I have control over? What do I not have control over? That it might become very obvious. Um, So there's kind of this, there is a great, um, there's a lot of room to rise, I do think, with this energy. But of course that can be very scary.
1: Well, you know, that eighth house um, is management. So yeah, management issues, management problems, having to rise up, put a fire or two out. Right? The pressures of that as well. But with that Jupiter and Neptune occurring there up in their high in their chart, oh my gosh, I would think they're going to pull out something. I mean, that they're going to, I don't want to say rabbit out of a hat, but I do think they're going to be fortunate in the opportunities they're going to be given, uh, uh, something that's going to provide more of an educational curve to it. Right. Um, And I think they're going to do well.
0: Yeah. I agree. And I think a lot of small steps for them that they might, all the the small steps that they've been taking, they might be wondering what has this all, what has all this been for? Um, I think it will further them than maybe just that one leap of faith that they should maybe see all the past work starting to come together.
1: Yes. I I think that, I think it's a little illogical, the whole story, but it comes together. Right. That's the big thing.
0: Okay. Next let's talk about cancer So I think cancers are on a big learning curve Um, this year. I think they're looking for a new arena, maybe somewhere new to shine.
1: And I think they're going to find it. This is like a moving up, but we we commonly talk about what they're going through as having a royal experience. They're being admitted, they're being pulled up into uh, a more professional group of some sort. Uh, and I think they're going to do well. They're going to be a little bit of a stand out. Yeah. I do think that this idea of relationships though are still they're still cleaning up. I would like to think if if you if they did that exercise of what was going on in two thousand eight. And maybe they realize, oh, yeah, that they had a falling out at that point, that they left a group, that they left a a relationship. Yeah, this is going to be the bookend event that we had mentioned along the way that could be happening with people where they're now recognizing, you know, that maybe they're now found something very stable. They have found the new relationship, whether it's with a company or a team or a lover. The concept is there. There's a turning point coming here in that relationship that should basically nail it nail it meaning oh this is good this is solid uh this is going to last or of course the other thing is like oh okay well this in the wrong still with the wrong person need to move Uh on but it's clarity that's the the beauty of it there's clarity
0: yeah and great energy for getting smarter if they were looking to go back to school to take a course to get a license in in something
1: yeah and very good if they want to publish if they want a podcast They want to blog, anything where they're amplifying their message, advertising, promotions, things of that nature. Very good.
0: Yeah. Next, let's talk about um, Leo. For them, I think there's a huge focus on uh, work and health. I think they might be a little bit more discriminative about what's going on in the workplace, what's going on in their body.
1: Yeah, I agree there. I agree there. Detoxification would be a great word to use for Leo's go for it. And that's food, of course, but there's also substances. It's also who are you hanging out with? What are those environments growing out of it? But I, again, I am thinking that Jupiter Neptune lineup for Leo's is going to be a little surprise in a very favorable way. So whether it's getting refinanced, whether the rates are going to be very cooperative with what you want to refinance and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, we can afford so much more, whether it's I'm paying off a loan, whether you're coming into additional monies. I'm not saying that, um, uh, you know, you could have put great effort for all these things to have occurred. I don't want to say it's easy street, but it's going to be more, more assistance than what you expect.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, when we look to Virgos, I think uh, Virgos, gosh, you should be expecting some nice upgrades, maybe even expensive upgrades. Um, I do think there's a lot of clarity that comes around relationships where, gosh, it might feel even too be, too good to be true type thing. So if you're in a partnership, gosh, there could just be like a, a great spark where you think, oh my God, we're on a great page. We've turned a new chapter. Um, if you're not, it could be just great for dating, uh, VIP invites. Feeling just like exclusive invites, or even just great for romance.
1: Yeah, and they they because that uh, Pluto's going to be in the last degree of their fifth. We know it's getting ready to go into the sixth, right? We can see where it's kind of heading there. So there could be some change in maybe willingness, maybe pulling back, starting to pull back a little bit. Not maybe all about me, me, me. Maybe it's about you know uh, being a little bit more behind the scenes and what you're doing. It's a great one if you want to start stepping away from something. Great. That would be a very encouraging time.
0: Absolutely. Um, When we look to Libras, I do think that there should be some big changes in or around um, the home. And there could be just some great uh, new surprises around the workplace.
1: Yeah, around the home, that could start out, you know, that simple task we talk about, about decluttering and letting things go. It could get a lot of hand. <laughs> so uh, watch, watch those Libras, watch what's going out to the curb, because they may have a tendency to be moving a little bit faster than normal. Uh, there is somehow, uh, there's a need here to wrap up uh, some losses that have occurred. And again, we're going back to that big picture for Libras, 2008. Uh, right up to here through 2021 but still 2022 about all the collective losses whether it's been a funeral whether it's been a job along the way there's been we know that's a that's a 14 years people do have losses over the course of 14 years and this is oftentimes about the home environment and maybe there needs to be uh and if i could speak you know my Your dad, my husband, uh, you know, is a Libra and, you know, we've ordered a new front door for the house. I think that is very significant. Yeah, a new entry, a new beginning, a new exit, however you want to say it. It's kind of the, um, it's amazing to me, Kate, always and continues how people just manifest these ideas at this time and they're, they're loaded with symbolism. Right. They're loaded with symbolism. And uh, so that's a simple thing that I know that uh, we're doing in our household. Uh, And um, I'm sure there's multiple other versions of stories of, you know, cleaning, starting, turning the page, so to speak, new chapter for Libras.
0: Absolutely. Uh, When we get into Scorpios, we have Pluto in that last degree of your third house. So there could be some focus on proving your skills or finding a new passion Uh, This could also put a lot of focus on walking, uh, dancing, or even just those, that daily routine
1: Oh, you know what? And if I could speak for all Scorpios in 2008, I know that I kind of re-engineered how I presented myself, the content, the research that I was doing to create these new schematics or forms or formats that I was going to talk to my clients in. I moved all pretty much uh, over the phone at that point, uh, minimized the in-person. And here we are at the end of this. And again, I'm looking at those forms. I'm looking at that paperwork that is, uh, and I say, it's not paperwork anymore, it's screen work, it's files, it's document files, things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm being very candid here, but I'm, I'm very, I find it very tedious, uh, the forms that I have, and I'm thinking like, oh, come on, there's a better way, there's a simpler way, this is way too much, you know, I can do it differently. And again, I'm in the rebirthing process of that right now. But yeah. that's an example of the day-to-day, how I do things. I, and again, for lack of a better word, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of doing it the old way. I, I need to now come up with a, a new fashion, a new way to deliver. So that's just an example of it. Yeah. Um, that can be people tired of their commute, and I don't I don't have to commute. I'm going to get rid of that commute for some somehow. Um, but it's just this idea of cleaning things up, streamlining them, making them simple. Instead of making them more complicated, let's streamline, let's let's simplify.
0: Yeah. And for money-wise, you know, you, sh- you guys should be having a little bit more fun with your money or your investments.
1: Uh, yeah, I look forward yeah. to that. Um,
0: and then last, we have our Sagittarius's. So here we have um, Pluto um, wrapping up that second house energy. So I do think that would um, be great for upgrades around the home, Um I kind of said that out of order, but one addressing all long-term financial topics. So insurance, debts, debt reductions, consolidating, you know, what does that long-term plan look like? And then with that Jupiter Neptune in the fourth house, great time for extra time at home, extra focus on the children, on the family.
1: Yeah. Think of Erica and our family. Erica, you know, now has a four-day work week. Right. You know, it's many of us dream of that for, you know, many years and here an opportunity surfaced up and uh uh it's it's really enhanced her lifestyle right you know she's spending more time in her home and doing doing the things that just make the home a much fun and nicer place to be when you can you know keep up with the chores and all that type of stuff uh on a more regular basis so that was just she's our poster child for Sagittarius today very nice and even a little bit of even doing some work from at home which again, that is, again, puts into that home environment. It's a lovely, um, lovely feel. So we're hoping all the Sagittarius are starting to see some improvement in their home environment. And again, it should be something like pinch me is I can't believe this is happening. I must say, it's not that it's raining money outside. It's not that the circumstances are so fantastic. Wow. But it's the idea that the backdrop could be one of where the backdrop of the story, why this is happening is not good. But here it is, a silver lining, right? Right. So it's, it's not all gumdrops and fairy tales. I'm not trying to say <laughs> that. But considering sometimes, and I think I'd like to think at least that, you know, with a backdrop of COVID, COVID's changed our lives in many ways, obviously, it's redundant at this point to say, but it has brought some really good things into people's lives,
0: right? Yeah, it made a lot of people question the way that they were doing things and right. opened up some some new ways that maybe wouldn't have been accepted in the past.
1: You know, if you said five years ago, you know, I don't want to go to a job. You know, people would not have taken a lot of sympathy with you. Like, uh-huh. right now, if you say, yeah, I don't, I can't go to that job. People go, I get it. I understand it. True. The attitudes collectively have shifted so much that now you can actually say, you know, and, and you can be accepted and supported and other people going, well, yeah, why don't you try this or do that? Or it's doable.
0: Very true. So much,
1: you know, so, because it's broken so many paradigms around us, it's that's, you know, again, there's my little Pollyanna for the day. (laughs) right?
0: Okay. Well, that wraps up our talk today. I, I can't, I don't know how long we went, but I knew it was going to be longer than our typical 30 minutes. So, um, Thank you so much for listening. Again, very happy new year to everyone. We look forward to bringing you lots of insight as we go through 2022. And we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind.